How's it going? So I've got my information in front of me, um, my music publishing information. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to be able to go through all of it now. Um, but what I will do, um, I have a, a consultation service. Um, I, I know I've been getting a little bit of backlash from people because I've been giving out a lot of information for free. And what I've decided to do is for solo consults, like where there's like a gang load of questions or when there's a need, a need for clarity, I've kind of referred them to that. It is, it's not expensive, but I know sometimes when things are for free, then people don't want to pay and there's issues. So if you want me to explain things further, hit me up and then we can set up a consultation and I can actually sit down and, and focus and like sit down and go through the stuff with you. Anyway. Um, I just want to touch on the different headings um, that I have here. Uh, so just to start things off with commercial music and um, uh, library music, you've got two types of music. So the type of music you are probably making as an artist, sometimes even as a producer, is called uh, commercial music. That's music for commercial consumption. Now you also get a thing called library music, which is a place where music producers especially can go to just bolster up their income. Um, it's really, really helped me out. So um, your your library music would be that music that plays, um, you've got ri uh, Rhythm City and there's music playing in the background or the, the intro track to Isidengo. That kind of stuff is your library music, right? Now with your library music, uh, with the library music, your um, music publishers don't usually want to go for the biggest songs out there. They, and they also have um, libraries that they usually go to. So there's some bigger libraries out there, some national libraries that have um, good music for them to use. So um, one of the roles that they get involved in is registration of the track. So you have a song and um, they handle the admin of registering at Samro, uh, sorting out Capasso things. So you essentially just take the song to them and they'd probably be, I think they give you a split sheet form. And then what the split sheet form says is, um, so-and-so gets 50% of the track, the other person gets 50. So I'm going to use myself and, and, and P.O. as an example. We've made a song together, right? I've produced it, he's rapped over it. So now we say we're going to split the track 50-50, right? So you can imagine that pie there, and we've cut the pie down the center. He gets 50% of the pie, I get 50% of the pie. Now, if I have a music publisher, and we've signed on the split sheet, P&I, we've signed that he gets 50, I get 50. The music publisher looks at the piece of paper and says, oh, okay, cool. So Silas, you get 50% of the track. We, as your music publisher, get 30% of your 50%, right? So essentially what they're doing is they're taking their publishing from your portion. The reason why um, they're doing that is because they're handling the admin behind it, the registration of it, the following up of it, um, which is the next point, the hunting down and the usage via Samro and Capasso. So um, figuring out whether the track has been playing here, whether it's been playing there, whether it's been playing there. And um, I do know that some of these publishers have um, usage sheets that they give. I like I know that they're not going to generate, they don't generate them very quickly. And sometimes they're not 100% accurate. There's always a, a bit of a problem because it has to go through the radio station. Then that same sheet needs to go to Samro. Then that information then needs to get to the publisher. So sometimes there might be one or two things missing, but at the end of the day, there's always payment made. If there isn't, then there's always a way to do retrospective payment. So you've got a track that came out in 2016 and you see that crap, there was no um, note that it played on Metro FM, but you are sure that it played on Metro FM. Then you are able to follow up and say, hey, publisher, 
My track is played on Metro FM. I don't see it here. Can you please follow up? And then depending on um, the, the, the speed and the efficiency of your publisher, they'd be able to find that information for you. All right. Another thing that they do, uh, sample clearance. There's tracks out there that it, the sometimes sample clearance um, is super simple, but people just skip it. And then what happens is you've released the track. The original publisher hears it and is like, hey, that's our track. Then they hit you up and they're like, we're taking 100% of the, of the publishing. You didn't hit us up. Now we're going to screw you over. Whereas you could have been in a situation where they say, hey, you know what? You've come to us with this track. Um, you're going to give us 60% of the publishing as the original artist and you guys can take 40%. That's, that's just how it is. At the end of the day, if the track is going to be big, your 40% will end up being quite big in any case. So, yeah, they should hook that up. So don't pressure your beat makers to clear samples. They're not going to know how to do it. As much as you push, you can push and push and push and push as much as you want to. They're not going to be able to do it. This has to be done by a music publisher. And it's usually easier when a music publisher does it. Um, they handle copyright as well. So understand that when your track has been registered with your music publisher, your copyright has been set. You are um, it's one of the ways that you can use to protect your music. There's many ways that you can use to protect your intellectual property, and this is just one of those ways, right? It doesn't have to be this way, but this is one of the ways that you can protect your stuff. Um, next thing, some publishers help out with uh, seeking of opportunities. Now, just bear in mind that this isn't a, um, um, it's, not a it's not a global thing. Not all publishers do this. But in terms of seeking opportunities, it'll be a situation like um, um, Jay Lawler said and I had a track that we did. And what we did was um, they sent us a brief, publisher sent us a brief saying, we need an upbeat track, it needs to sound uh, poppy, and we need you to use this catchphrase in that. So we sat there for a day or two and we worked on this track. We got the beat ready, then from there, wrote some lyrics, went through them, recorded, made the track, sent it through to them. They're like, great. And then it became the intro track to a mini series that happened on ETV. Um, so that's the kind of opportunity that they can seek for your music. They can give you a brief or what they'll be able to do is because your music will be part of their library, they'll be able to then push it onto um, other people for it to be used. Um, Mind you, like I mentioned before, there's two di there's two different uh, types of music: your commercial music and your library music. Your library music is more likely to get picked up in this way. Um, your commercial music is going to be a lot more work that needs to be done from you as the artist uh, for that to happen. But again, it depends. It's it's really is uh, publisher dependent. It's it differs from person to person. Cool. Um, I think the other thing I'm just going to go through quickly is your mechanical royalties. Just to just as a recap, it's your CD sales, um, your digital downloads, um, and then your performance royalties, which would be like your radio play, um, your events, and that kind of thing. And then your 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 sync royalties, which would be getting your stuff onto TV, getting your stuff onto films and stuff. By the way, films can actually you know films can set you up uh, for a while. Uh, oh, yes. Another thing is relationship management. So as a music publisher, because you've got such a big database, as a value added service, you are now um, able to put people in contact with one another. So an artist approaches a music publisher is like, hey, I need a producer. The publisher knows of a producer. 
uh, put these two in contact. Same with a songwriter. I'm a great singer, but I can't write songs. And then you go in as um, a, uh, uh, you go in, and then you're the artist, and then they pair you up with a songwriter, and then from there you go find your producer and you go create your music. Obviously, I'm sure they've got some sort of a way of structuring that as well, but it's also going to be publisher dependent. Um, yes. Then the other thing I just wanted to mention is that don't confuse publishing and distribution. Your publishing is essentially um, they're there to uh, you they're there to collect your cash, right? They're there to collect your royalties and then distribute them. Whereas your dis with your, they distribute your royalties. Sorry, I'm confusing you now. So the publisher is there to collect royalties and the distributor is there to distribute the work, right? So a distributor would be someone like DistroKid for digital distribution. You place your music on there and then DistroKid helps you place it on iTunes, Google Play, blah, 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 wherever it is. Um, same with, say, Gallo. Gallo have a distribution leg um, or distribution arm and they... Um, will assist with that type of distribution. In that situation, I think it's more of an upfront fee for distribution, whereas with publishing, the money is only made at the end portion, at the end part when um, everybody else has been paid, right? Um, I don't think there's anything else out there. I'd say the only other thing to mention is that uh, percentages vary as well. Traditionally, it's 70-30, but you find different variations of that. Where I was, it was 33% to 66%. Um, and the publisher's portion can go right the way up to uh, 50%. Um, yeah, and sometimes publishers give advances, but yeah, that's um, advances against future income that you're going to be making. In any case, like I said, if there's any other information, just to not make this too long, if there's any other information that you need, um, hit me up. We can have some sort of a consult. Um, just ask me about the consult, and then we can talk about that. But for the most part, I've given you a brief overview, jump on Google, and yeah, most of the information should be out there. If you're looking for a publisher, please don't ask me. Please just head to Google. Everything is there, I promise you. Just type in music publishing, and you'll find all the information that you need.